This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today, Pastor Rick continues in a series called 40 Days of Love. In these lessons, Rick looks into the Bible to help you better understand God's great love for you and to empower you to love others the way Jesus does. Now, in just a few minutes, we're going to tell you how you can get the set of 52 Bible verse memorization cards based on this series, 40 Days of Love. You can find out more by going to PastorRick.com while you listen to today's message. And if you want, you can just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004 for more information. That's the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick with part two of a message called The Secrets of Lasting Love. Now, there are three kinds of people in the world. There are the gullible people who believe anything. They, they trust anything you say. By the way, did you know that the word gullible is not in the dictionary? Really? I'm serious, it's not there. How many believe that? <laughs> There are the gullible who will fall for anything. There are the cynics who believe nothing. They're skeptical of everything. They are sarcastic. They're cynical. They are, they are untrusting. They are questioning of everything. They believe nothing. They are suspicious. They're the gullible and they're the cynics. And then there are the healthy people. And the healthy people are those who love. And the Bible says love always trusts. Love never stops believing. Love never loses faith. They give people the benefit of the doubt. Now let me ask you a question. Do you think, well don't answer this aloud, but do you think that it is wiser or more foolish to overtrust? If you had to be either a little more to the cynical side or a little bit more to the trusting side, which is the wiser, to be just a little bit more cynical or to be a little bit, maybe to be over-trusting. If you say over-cynical, you're wrong. Because every single psychological study says it's far better to be over-trusting in life than it is to be overly cynical. It's far better to trust too much. This question was studied in numerous studies. Psychology Today magazine reported about an article, Trust and Its Consequences, Dr. Julian Rotter of the University of Connecticut spent years studying the consequences of trust in human behavior, personality development, relationships, and he developed a scale to determine the level of trust in a person's life. And then he compared how much, how trusting a person was with 10 different common behaviors for healthy, healthy living. Let me give you a little true or false trust test. Don't, don't say this aloud. True or false? Trusting persons tend to be more gullible. True or false? Number two, true or false? Trusting people tend to have a lower IQ. True or false? Number three, true or false? Trusting people live happier lives. True or false? Gullible is not in the dictionary. The, the fact is, 
Uh, number one's false, number two false, number three is true. Now, study after study after study has shown that trusting people are consistently less gullible then people don't pull the wool over their eyes, less gullible, they have a higher IQ. The more trusting you are, the higher IQ. Study after study has shown this. And they live much happier lives than cynical, questioning, suspicious people. The fact is, it is always better to trust too much than too little. And the Bible says, and, and studies have shown, that you are better adjusted psychologically by learning to trust. Now, one of the key evidences of trust, and trust and, and love go together. As I said, you can't love somebody you don't trust. One of the key evidences of trust is your willingness to give other people a second chance when they blow it. How quickly are you willing to give other people a second chance? Do you, when somebody turns you the wrong way or says something about you, so you write them down in your little black book, and they're off my group. I'm never going to that Bible study again. I'm never going to that small group. I'm, not going to try, I'm never going to serve in ministry with that person. You've got to watch out for that staff member. You've got to be, keep away from that neighbor. Then you're not very trusting, and you're not very loving, because love gives people a second chance. Anybody who's a coach knows the quickest way to restore confidence after a fumble is give the kid the ball again on the very next play. Otherwise, they start developing a phobia. I'm going to drop it again. I'm going to drop it again. And the way you help a child get over a failure is put trust in them immediately again and get them started again. Say, here, take the ball on the next play. Sure, you dropped it. Okay, everybody drops the ball. And give it to them again. God says, you want to build a lasting relationship, you're going to have to learn to trust. You say, well, Rick, right now, I can't trust my husband. I, I can't trust my wife. Then, friend, I recommend you trust God. If you cannot trust your husband or your wife right now, you need to trust God. Because God knows what he's doing. And if you put your trust in God, he can do things that you can't do in your husband or your wife's life. You trust God when you can't trust that person because God knows what he's doing. The Bible says this in Isaiah chapter 55, up here on the screen. God says, I don't think the way you think and the way you work isn't the way I work. For as the sky soars high above the earth, so the way I work surpasses the way you work, and the way I think is beyond the way you think. God says, I know what I'm doing. Please, trust me. Love, whether you're loving God or somebody else, involves trust. The Bible says love never stops believing. And on top of that, God specializes in miracles. And he can transform anything. But what do you need a relationship miracle for? Do you need a miracle in your marriage right now? Do you need a miracle in a friendship? Do you need a miracle with a relationship with a child? Let me just suggest this. God's going to start on you first. Look for the changes in you before you expect the changes in somebody else. The miracle's going to happen first in you. To be trusted is the greatest gift you can give somebody. It is a gift of trust. It is a gift of love. 
I'll never forget, 29 years ago, I was 25 years old, we were living in Fort Worth, Texas, and God put this crazy idea in my mind. And I told it to Kay, I said, honey, I think God wants us to move from Texas to Southern California, and we're to start a church. Now, here's the problem. We don't have any money. We don't have any members. We don't have any building. We don't have any sponsorship. Uh, I don't know anybody in this city, and I've never been a senior pastor before. What do you think? <laughs> and I'll never forget what my 25-year-old wife said to me. She said, it scares me to death, honey, but I believe in God, and I believe in you, so let's go for it. I've often wondered, how would history be different if my wife, at age 25, had said, no, I'm afraid, I'm scared, let's don't do it. There would be no Saddleback Church, there would be no 120-acre campus, there would be no 20,000 people baptized in the last 10 years and over 100,000 names on the church roll. There would be no purpose-driven life. There would be no peace plan. There would be no half a million pastors trained in 162 countries. History would be very, very different. If my wife had said, I don't trust you. I don't believe in you. Women, those of you who are married, your husband is dying for you to say, I trust you. They are craving it. Your husband is craving it. It is more important than saying, I love you. Because when you say, I trust you, you are saying, I love you. Because love always trusts. Who do you need to express trust in this week? To a child, I know you can do it. To your wife, I know you can do it. To believing in somebody, that is what real love is all about. Lasting love extends grace when we blow it. And lasting love expresses faith and says, I trust you. The Bible says this in Galatians 5, 6. The only thing that counts, you want to know what counts in life? Here it is. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. Why? Because life is a school of learning how to trust and how to love. It extends grace, it expresses faith. There's a third key in this verse. Lasting love expects the best. Lasting love expects the best. It's forward-looking, it's optimistic, it's not stuck in the past, it's not always looking backwards. Lasting love is hopeful, it is forward-looking, it is positive, it is expecting the best. And the Bible says this, love, true love, never stops hoping. Living Bible translation, love always expects the best. Message paraphrase, love always looks for the best. I think it was Elizabeth Barrett Browning, the poet who said, whoever loves believes in miracles, believes in the impossible. I don't know if you know this or not, but people tend to live up to your expectations of them. We tend to shape the people around us by what we expect of them. 
Whatever you tend to expect, much or little, people tend to live up to the expectations of other people. And you set people up all the time. You set your husband up by what you expect of him and what you don't expect of him. You set your wife up by what you expect and what you don't expect. You set your children up by what you expect of them and what you don't expect of them. My friend Bruce Wilkinson, who wrote that book, The Prayer of Jabez, years ago was a professor, a new professor at a university in uh, Portland, Oregon, called Multnomah University. And he said that the first time that he went there, the faculty gathered like in the faculty lounge and they were passing out all the class assignments for the year. He was a brand new professor. Somebody looked at the classes Bruce had been given and they said, oh, Bruce, you're a lucky dog. He said, why? He said, you've been given two of the Section A classes. He said, what's that? He said, Section A are the brightest students in the university. They're the advanced placement. He said, every year we figure out who the kids who had the best test scores coming out of school, and we put them into the Section A classes. And he said, they're a joy to teach. They're smart, they're bright, they're funny, they're engaged, they want to learn. You're going to love having those classes, and you're lucky, being a new professor, getting Section A in your first year. Bruce said throughout the entire year, he said it was true. He said, I absolutely love teaching those kids. They were so much more fun than the other classes. They were smarter, they were brighter, they asked better questions, they were more intelligent. He said they, it, it was a, a joy to teach the Section A classes. He said at the end of the year, we were gathered in the faculty lounge again waiting for uh, graduation to happen. And uh, I made the comment to my department supervisor, man, I sure hope I get the Section A classes again next year. And the supervisor looked and said, Bruce, there is no Section A. <laughs> he said, oh, yeah, there is. Uh, one of the professors told me, and he said, no, no, Bruce, we canceled that program six years ago. <laughs> he said, I didn't believe him. So I went back and I got out my grade books, and sure enough, those two classes got more A's than the others. The others had B's and C's. But he said, that, those two classes had A's. And he said, then I did the ultimate test of a professor. I weighed the term papers. <laughs> and he said, I, I held them in both ends. And the stack from the two classes, the A section, were far better. They wrote longer. They wrote more. They put more into it than the others. He said, I had set them up with my expectations. I set them up. I expected them to be better. And they were. Friend, who are you setting up? You can set people up with your nagging, which takes them down. Oh, you always do this. What? When you say you always do this, all you're doing is guaranteeing the perpetuation of the past. You need to remove that from your vocabulary. You always do this. What are you doing? You are labeling, you're setting them up for failure. Don't tell it like it is. Tell it like it could be. That's love. Love always expects the best. Love does not nag. Love says, I see what you could become. I see what you're becoming. I believe in you. I expect the best. So who are you programming with your expectations? You don't change bad people into good people by telling them they're bad, which is, by the way, why I never preach that kind of message here. It doesn't work. What I talk about is what God sees us and what we could become. 
Whatever you want the people in your life to become, treat them the way you want them to become, not the way they are. Guys, you want your wife to treat you like a king? Treat her like a queen. It's real simple. Real simple. Treat her like a queen. Emphasize the positive. Forget the nagging. Tell it like it is? No. Tell it like it can be. Visualize potential. Start expecting the best from them. There's a family, I think, in our church who went over to Chili's uh, after one of the services, and the waitress was real kind, and the little boy was sitting there, and she came up and said, then what would you like, sir? And she began to take his menu down, and, and when, uh, when she walked away, he said, Mommy, she treated me like I was a human. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We're so happy you've chosen to study along with us today. If you'd like to receive Rick's free daily devotional, just go to PastorRick.com and sign up right now. You'll get hope and encouragement from Pastor Rick delivered to your inbox every day. Rick will be right back to close out our time today. But first, life is all about love. And now you can be reminded every day of God's love for you with this special limited edition set of scripture cards with key verses from Pastor Rick's 40 Days of Love teaching series. As you reflect on these powerful scriptures, you'll be empowered to love others the way Jesus loves you. This set of 52 beautifully designed cards will help you memorize scripture so you can recall God's word when you need it the most. You can also use them to minister to others. Give one to a friend and write a personalized note of encouragement on the back. If a scripture really speaks to you, frame it. Put them in places where you can read them during the day for encouragement. This set of 40 Days of Love scripture cards will help you live a life powered by the love of Jesus. And today, when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take the hope of Jesus to a hurting world, We'll send you the 40 Days of Love Scripture card set to say thanks. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy. Or just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. There's only two days left to get this great resource, so don't wait. That's PastorRick.com or the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. And thank you so much for your support. Here's Rick with a letter from one of our listeners. Friends, your generosity is helping Daily Hope take the Word of God to people all across the globe, to people like Francois in Australia. Today, I want to share a letter that I received from her. She wrote, thank you for sharing God's Word with us in a way that seems real and honest and believable and funny. (laughs) I'm very grateful for the Daily Hope messages. I've started reading my Bible again. I understand more as I keep reading. Misconceptions have been cleared away, and I'm seeing myself as a child of God, seeing others as God sees them, and marveling at God's amazing grace and unconditional love for all of us. Daily Hope has shown me how to trust God. You know, for some time now, I have adopted what you said, I'll do my best and God will do the rest. Your message helped me do this. 
Your openness about your own marriage and other situations and problems make me feel that the problems that my husband and I face are normal. I'm learning how to overcome these problems by making choices that God wants me to make. And then I forward your messages on to people that I know, hoping that they will listen to them too. Francois, thank you for writing. It's wonderful that you're reading the Bible again. It's wonderful that Daily Hope has helped you understand what you're reading and cleared up some of those misconceptions. And I'm glad that you're committed to your marriage and that hearing a little about the struggles that Kay and I have gone through in our marriage was helpful to you. You know, we often help each other more through our weaknesses than our strengths. I absolutely love that you're forwarding the Daily Hope messages to people you know. And I hope everybody who's listening right now is gonna do just like you. It's an easy way to share your faith with the people you know, because you never know who's going to be in heaven because you cared enough to share. God bless you, everybody. If you'd like to let Rick know how this broadcast has blessed you, please feel free to send him an email at rick at pastorrick.com. That's rick at pastorrick.com. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.